Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are donating a million dollars to help keep food banks afloat right now. And they've got some pretty great advice, too. We'll tell you what it is. Also, Eugene Cho is getting attention for calling out President Trump's use of xenophobic language and talking about the coronavirus epidemic. And a new viral hit is taking aim at lazy worship music tropes. We'll let you hear a clip. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by our church leadership podcast, Called. Each week on Called, pastors, leaders, innovators, activists, and thinkers, including Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Dino Rizzo, Eugene Cho, John Eldridge, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, and a ton of others, join us to talk about the issues facing church leaders today. That's everything from outreach and how to arrange a worship service to how to protect the mental health of people in church leadership and how to protect ministry marriages. And this week in a very special episode, we discuss how churches can effectively respond to the coronavirus crisis. Don't miss called. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how's it going, man? Doing good, Jesse. How you doing over there? Good, man. Well, hey, first up, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are helping to get the word out about vulnerable communities in this, you know, kind of crazy pandemic season we're in right now. Yeah. And this is important. Of the many industries, uh, really all the industries that have been hit hard by the global coronavirus pandemic, food banks are especially struggling to keep up with the new demand for the most vulnerable communities who now have a contagious disease to contend with. In addition, to all their usual challenges. Every little bit helps in these times. And right now, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are doing a lot over social media. The, uh, uh, let's face it, sort of appallingly wealthy, famous, attractive, charismatic. And they charitable. really do have it you all. You wish there was something wrong with them. There probably is. They're pretty great. We can't, great, see, it. We can't see it from over social media. Uh, they announced a million dollar donation to uh, Feeding America here in the U.S. and Food Bank Canada up north. Reynolds is, of course, from Canada. It's a huge and really very needed donation. A million dollars, no matter how rich you are. That's not Trump change. That's, uh, yeah, especially in um, in this time of economic uncertainty. Tell yeah. me, what, what exactly did the couple say? Yeah, well, so they said, uh, or lively, I should say, said over Instagram, quote, COVID-19 has brutally impacted older adults and low-income families. Ryan and I are donating $1 million to be split between Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. If you can give, these orcs need our help. Lively also encouraged people to stay inside and remain connected through online spaces. She said, though we must be distancing ourselves to protect those who don't have the opportunity to self-quarantine, we can stay connected. Remember the lonely and isolated FaceTime, Skype, make a video. Remember the love that can travel through all this. Communities are stepping up, shopping for the elderly, making lunches for children. We can all do something for one another, even if that's simply staying home. That's all very good advice from Lively based on what we've been reading about and researching over here at Relevant. Those are good ideas. Yeah, and that's certainly, you know, a lot of wisdom and compassion and grace in Blake Lively words. What did her husband, Ryan Reynolds, say? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he he took a different road and he encouraged people <laughs> to call someone who's isolated and might need connection. He added, quote, Hugh Jackman's phone number is one five 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 sad face emoji, Hugh. 
uh, Ryan, of course, has been engaged in a, a mostly one-sided beef with Hugh Jackman since their old X-Men franchise days. So they're both doing their part in their own way. Uh, but it's, it's cool to see and the more uh, people who have resources who can be inspired to do something like this and the more of us who don't have a million dollars but might have a few extra bucks to help out people who are adversely affected by all of this. Uh, it's a good reminder for us too. Well, Tyler, in a somewhat related story, sadly, not everyone is being quite as helpful. Tell us about some... Tell us about what the president said that has really caused a lot of people to be rightly upset. Yeah, yeah. So on Monday, President Donald Trump took to Twitter to call out the coronavirus, the Chinese virus, echoing similar attempts from some lawmakers in recent weeks to rebrand this pandemic as a foreign threat. He tweeted, quote, the United States will be powerfully supporting those industries like airlines and others that are particularly affected by the Chinese virus. We will be stronger than ever before. Again, that's his language about calling it the Chinese virus, not ours. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've been watching the news at all, no matter what network you're watching, no one is calling it the Chinese virus because it's not called the Chinese virus, right, Tyler? Yeah, and that's the thing. You've seen some pushback or people giving him sort of the benefit of the doubt here, uh, saying that other viruses have been named for the country that first discovered them, like the Spanish flu or the West Nile virus. But experts have long cautioned that this is actually unhelpful because it brings xenophobia to global threats. And in this case, it's just not what it's called. The public already has a name for this and it should be we should be very suspicious of any attempt particularly from politicians to rebrand this as something else after we've already got a designated name for it that we're using everywhere it's part of the general vocabulary right now well tyler and that's part of why pastor eugene cho who's been a, a really powerful voice recently i know mm-hmm. he's got a new book out that you recently talked to him about maintaining civility when talking about when discussing politics uh he had he had a powerful response to the president's words he really did uh, so eugene cho uh, author, former pastor, new president of Bread for the World, responded on social media, and he called Trump's rhetoric, quote, not acceptable. He said, quote, calling it the Chinese virus only instigates blame, racism, and hatred against Asians here and abroad. We need leadership that speaks clearly against racism, leadership that brings the nation and world together, not further divides. Now, Eugene Cho was born in Korea. He immigrated to the U.S. when he was six years old. He told the Washington Post that he knows of three people who have been assaulted in the last few weeks over what he believes is rising anti-Asian sentiment in the U.S. that has its roots in xenophobic beliefs about the coronavirus pandemic. He said, quote, I can't speak for all Asians. I know for myself and my family, we're not just contending with a health crisis. There might be backlash, verbal and physical. Now, Tyler, this came after the president had gotten actually some praise for his press conference on Monday. Yeah. So if you watched the press conference Monday, and and hopefully you did, uh, Trump and the the White House's coronavirus task force addressed the nation with a very different tone than Trump at least had been using the last few weeks. While the early weeks of the coronavirus threat had been characterized by Trump's attempts to downplay COVID-19 or even write it off as a hoax at one point, he spent Monday's press conference urging extreme measures and warning that the CDC guidelines for congregating could last into the summer. Uh, He said, quote, it's bad, it's bad, but we're going to be hopefully a best case, not a worst case. And that's what we're working for. Well, uh, finally, Tyler, let's go to some non-COVID-19 news. I think we could all use a little palate cleanser. Obviously, it's important to stay up to date on the latest in this crisis and and really be uh, cautious and careful to observe guidelines to, to protect the lives of the vulnerable. But it's also 
hey, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, take a break from the hard news yeah. every once in a while. And what a better way with a new parody song <laughs> that takes aim at modern <laughs> worship tunes. Tell me, what can you tell us? Uh, okay, so Jesse, you and I get to listen to a lot of worship music in this we line do. of work. Most of it's we excellent, do. very helpful, and, and yeah. especially right now. And they're friends. Uh, you we, know, we, like we, we were friends yeah. with a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every now and then, you do come across one that feels a little bit like I think I've heard this song before. I, and I think we. I don't think I'm telling anybody <laughs> anything they <What>? don't know <laughs> who's listening to this. So you. Uh, I remember uh, you pointed out, Jesse, to me earlier, uh, Shama Marema few uh, years ago had a viral veggie tales rap now he's back he's released what he's calling the worship song song which is mostly mm-hmm. comprised of funny takes on modern praise and worship music uh definitely a fun listen especially if you uh if you grew up listening to this kind of stuff you will know most of these tropes here is a clip of the song this song's life's got me down i'm at the end of my road an out-of-context Bible verse about hope This is the chorus We're lifting our voices Loud and triumphant We're singing the chorus It's repetitive It's repetitive It's repetitive All my problems are gone so hopefully this can be uh, pass this around. If you just want to like politely send this to your own worship pastor, if you feel like things are getting a little repetitive, maybe as a maybe he'll get the hint. It's a, it, it's a banger. It's, Love it. it slaps. Yeah, That's yeah, what the yeah. kids say, man. It slaps. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I appreciate that. That's a service. That's his own kind of ministry. What he's yeah, doing here. Exactly. We'll keep it up. Exactly. Well, Tyler, thanks, man. Stay safe. Yeah, you too, Jesse. Thanks. We can read more about these stories and everything else we're covering today over at relevantmagazine.com. Also, make sure to follow us on social. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and get all of our other podcasts. And don't forget, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.